Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. This is a really special episode coming at you today on the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. How are you doing? Take a second, check in with yourself, go internal, ask yourself, how am I really doing? What do I need? So many of us go throughout our days and we're not tuning in with ourselves. We're not aware of what we need. Take just five seconds, tune in with yourself, ask yourself what you need right now, and make sure that you do whatever you can to honor that. 
This is a huge piece in rewiring your brain, inner child work, all of those pieces of, okay, how can I learn to tune into myself, not just once a week, not just once a month, how can I do it as a habit so that I'm doing it every day, all day, and I am aware of what is going on in my body, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in all of the ways, how can I learn to tune in all day throughout the day so that I can be aware and so that I can honor my needs. All right. So take a moment, make sure you've done that. Ask yourself what you need. I need to be drinking a ton of water because I'm actually in Florida right now and it's so hot and humid. So when I've been checking in with myself lately, it's okay. Drink more water. Oh my gosh. I don't know about you all, but I swear that half of my day is just making sure that I have water or LaCroix. I'm a huge LaCroix fan. My favorite flavor is the Limoncello. I swear that is the best flavor by far, the Limoncello LaCroix. So I feel like half my day is making sure I have water or LaCroix at any given time. Um, But no, in all seriousness, take the time to rewire your brain to make sure that you're tuning in with you. All right. That was my side note. Before we get this episode going, I want you to know that this is an episode that will help you whether you are in a relationship or not, any of you who are planning to share space with another person, this episode will be really helpful. So I want to talk about what do you do when you are moving in with your partner, your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, Maybe even it's just someone who you're friends with and you've decided to cohabitate, whatever the case, what are some helpful things that you can do to get it started on the right foot? Okay. Number one, realizing that you need to communicate. So you absolutely need to communicate openly, honestly, and directly, openly, honestly, and directly. How many of you have had that roommate where they leave you the passive aggressive sticky note because you didn't do the dishes or the person who, oh, this is the worst. The person who takes your wet clothes out of the washer and instead of putting them in the dryer, sets them on top of the dryer, and then proceeds to do their laundry. Have you ever had that happen to you? I have. So annoying. (laughs) Basically, all of that to say, you need to make sure you're communicating openly, honestly, and directly. That needs to be understood that when you have two adults who are living together, communication is key. So now I'm going to talk about what do you need to talk about? So the second thing you need to talk about boundaries. 
and I'm actually going to make this a two-part thing. Be aware of your boundaries, and then you need to talk about them. So be aware of your boundaries and then talk about them. Sometimes what can happen is, especially if we're in a great phase in the relationship and we want to spend so much time with that person and we feel very connected and it's a wonderful relationship, sometimes we're not even aware what our boundaries are. So you need to be able to tune in to what your boundaries are consistently. You want to be doing this every day, just as I was talking about tuning in with yourself all day, every day. Tune in to be aware of what your boundaries are because they will grow. They will change as your personal needs change. Your boundaries will change. You may have seasons where you need more boundaries or where you need less. So learn to be aware of what your boundaries are and then you need to be able to talk about them. Okay. So this can be a really challenging piece. I think particularly if we have a partnership where either we are afraid of hurting the other person's feelings or we are afraid of our own rejection, but we need to know that boundaries prevent resentment. It is better to have upfront, open, and honest boundaries than to have resentment that grows and builds. So know that when you are setting a boundary, you are watering that beautiful relationship. You are giving it the fertilizer to grow. You are taking care of your relationship when you're setting a boundary. So some common examples include, hey, I am going to be out of the house every Friday morning from nine to noon. That is my time for me where I go and do my yoga class or I go and I have coffee with my friends or I go to the gym and play that pickup basketball game. Whatever it is, time boundaries, time and space boundaries. Other examples include personal space boundaries within the apartment or home or living space. So, hey, this might sound funny to y'all, but I have a thing about really needing my shower time. I have a boundary around when I'm in the shower, I need to be alone in the shower, alone in the bathroom, and I need that time to myself without any interruption. I do some of my best thinking, some of my best podcast episode ideas come to me when I'm in the shower, right? So that's an example of a space boundary within the home. I need that personal space to myself. Other boundaries when you're living together, think about food. Food is such a shared common experience in a relationship and you may decide that for yourself, for your body, you do better when you eat a certain way and you'll need to communicate that to your partner and then honor that boundary for yourself. And this is actually a great example of where if you are going to set a boundary with your partner you have to be so clear on it for yourself 
and honor it for yourself first, right? So if I have a boundary of no eating after 9 p.m. and I know for myself that I just don't sleep as well if I'm digesting all night long and I need to absolutely not eat anything after nine, right? Well, let's say I'm not totally clear on that with myself and my partner's offering me a chocolate chip cookie at 9.30. If I'm not clear on it with myself, then I'm likely going to give in to my partner, right? So any boundary I'm talking about, you have to be clear on it with yourself so that you can communicate it and maintain it with your partner. Okay. So I'm giving you some examples of boundaries. This also includes around intimacy. When you're living together, you have to be able to know, Hey, what are my intimacy needs and desires and preferences and boundaries? What does that look like? Right? You have to be willing to be curious about it and to talk about it. Okay. So number one was communicating openly, honestly, directly, I have episodes on assertive communication. Check those out. So we don't want to be passive. We don't want to be aggressive. We want to communicate assertively, right? That was number one. Number two, be aware of your own boundaries. Be super clear on what they are for yourself. Be willing to revisit them frequently and then learn how to talk about them with your partner. You have to be able to openly and honestly express those boundaries to your partner because no one is a mind reader. No matter how well we think our partners know us, they never fully can read what our preferences, wants, and boundaries are. So we have to communicate them. Okay. The third tip I want to give you in cohabitating You have to have conversations about finances. Money is part of any any, uh, decision to live together. It just is. There are financial transactions involved in sharing a space, whether it's groceries, utilities, mortgage, rent, uh, repairs, etc. Your relationship with money and how you both handle money will enter into your relationship. So you need to have that conversation. And the best way to talk about this or any difficult topic for that matter is to approach it with curiosity. So having a conversation of, hey, here's how I've handled my finances in the past. I would like to invite you to talk about finances as we're making this step to move in together. Are you open for that conversation? They'll say yes. And then you just want to say, so how have you handled your finances? What does that look like? How do you go about budgeting and paying your bills and making sure that everything's taken care of? Get super curious and make sure that you're also sharing how how you do things. And then you get to come up with a system. And it doesn't mean you have to be on the same page. You simply need a system that works within the household, right? That, that functions as a way to support 
both of you in the home while honoring both of your unique needs and relationships with money. Okay, so you have to talk about finances. The last thing I want to say is ask yourself, what does this look like in the best case scenario? Oftentimes when we're making these big leaps, because this is a leap, this is a commitment, right? You're moving in with someone. It certainly is a deepening of intimacy. It's a next step in a relationship that you have co-decided on together. And the last thing that you want is for you to think of that step and then catastrophize worst case scenario. Think about all their bad qualities and think, oh my gosh, they're never going to do a dish in their life and they're going to stack up their laundry and we're going to hate each other within six months, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of going down that catastrophizing sinkhole route, (laughs) how can you think about what does this look like best case scenario? What does it look like when we are functioning well as a couple? What are the things that are important? What are the things that are important that we're doing for this ecosystem, for this relationship, right? A relationship is a third entity. You have two individuals who come together and they create this third entity, a living, breathing dynamic. What does it look like for that third entity to be functioning so well? And then think about what are the key things? What are the core things that make that function well? Okay. And then one final bonus tip Sometimes when you're living together, you can get to a place where you're very relaxed, you're in your routines, or you're both just really stressed with work. What can be so important is that you are scheduling two kinds of activities. One is a fun time together, a date night, if you will, but a time for you to both be totally present with each other and following your joy and having fun as a couple. So make sure that you're scheduling that fun, totally present, no phones, no distractions. You are with each other, schedule that time. And then the other kind of activity you want to be scheduling and really prioritizing is time for you to check in as a couple. You may have heard in a past episode, I talk about treat your relationship like a business. You need to have those check-in quote-unquote meetings with your partner to know where you both stand, to know what's going well, to know what needs improvement, that relationship check-in time. So you're scheduling that fun time and then also the check-in time. And for starters, because anything that's new, we want to start small. We want to start with what is sustainable. Maybe it's just one time a week you're having that fun time. And then one time a week, you're having the check-in time, but make sure that it's an agreed upon time where both of you can be present. Okay. I gave you five tips for cohabitating and I want to just review them really quick. 
Number one, you need assertive communication. You have to learn how to communicate openly, honestly, directly. Number two, you need to become aware of your boundaries. And then you also need to be able to talk about what your boundaries are. Number three, you have to be able to talk about finances so you can come up with a agreed upon plan for how you're going to manage finances within your shared household. Okay. And then number five, because I'm blanking on number four, number five was scheduling that fun time with your partner And then also the relationship check-in time. You guys, this is what happens when I don't do notes to prepare. I swear to you, I think about these topics and then I just start talking about them. I honestly, for the life of me, cannot remember number four. (laughs) What was number four? I cannot remember at the moment. I'm sure I'll listen to this episode and then I'll know. But I hope this was helpful. You need to be able to take all these things with you as you're as you're making that journey and knowing that hey, it is it is a journey. Oh, I just remembered it. Number 4. Think of best case scenario. Stop catastrophizing. Think of the best case scenario. Think of what does it look like for this relationship to go well? How do I want to feel in this opportunity of living together? What does that look like? And focus on that instead of all of the ways it could go badly. You owe it to yourself to think about what are the strengths of this relationship? What are the ways this can be a really beautiful and meaningful step in both of our lives? What does it look like as that's happening? Okay, all of you who have been in this situation in the past and maybe it hasn't gone well, or for those of you who are about to embark on it, or those of you who will in the future, whatever the case may be, I hope that these were some helpful tips for you. And you know, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.